Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blinka Daily Podcast where I talk all sports, fantasy, and real. It is Friday. Woo! Hallelujah. Bring on the weekend. October 15th, episode number 375. Dodgers moving on to uh, the NLCS to face the Braves. I believe the Braves are going to have the home field advantage in this one uh, due to winning their division even though the Dodgers had a better record. So that that will get kicked off uh, tomorrow, I do believe. Uh, tomorrow? Maybe. Tomorrow or Sunday. I know the Red Sox and the Astros get going tonight. Uh, they play tonight and tomorrow. And we'll get the baseball season wrapped up here, getting into uh, the end of the season. Hockey is rolling. Only a couple of games tonight, two or three, three games, I think, tonight. We had a pretty good slate last night. Things are heating up. Kind of a weird week uh, matchup-wise because there's, I, I believe, maybe one game on Sunday. So we'll have quite a bit going on on Saturday, uh, a little bit tonight, and then uh, hopefully next week we'll get into what we would consider regular matchups and, you know, see if we get through this first week, try to get through with a win. Leading J-Lev right now, but... Uh, you know, a lot of hockey still to be played in that one. So we'll get the Sharks kicking it off tomorrow night, taking on Winnipeg. Pretty excited for that. Always fun to see the boys get out there, get the season started. They are waiting all the way till Saturday to get the uh, first game started. Okay, and, and yeah, and we started on Tuesday, all the way back on Tuesday. So hockey, hockey, hockey. Good stuff. We had football last night. The Buccaneers taking out the Eagles 28-22. This thing was not close, and then it was kind of sort of close, but not really. 28-7 before the Eagles made their push. Didn't get to watch a lot of this game. Had had some, had some water polo going on last night, but uh, just looking over the stats and hearing what happened, uh, it sounded like uh, the Bucks got out to an early lead and kind of coasted from there. So Tom Brady was 24 of 42, not his best numbers, 297, 2 and 1. So he, you know, he didn't kill you in fantasy, but he certainly did not win a week for you. Leonard Fournette might have 22 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns, and six catches for 46 to go along with that. Uh, you know, Robert uh, Ronald Jones. The second did not uh, have a whole lot to do there. He had, I believe, five carries for like 20 yards. Uh, A.B. was the only guy, well, mostly the only guy in the air. Nine for 93 and one for A.B. again. Lighten it up. O.J. Howard, I think I made fun of him yesterday on the show. He didn't like that. So he goes six for 49 and a touchdown while Gronkowski... uh, Heals up and gets ready to come back hopefully next week. Chris Godwin kind of crapped you, 5 for 43. And Mike Evans really crapped you, 2 for 27 for him. On the other side of the ball, Jalen Hurts. Uh, again, not going to win you a week, but you know he did enough. 12, 12 completions for 26 yards. That's not a good percentage if uh, you're keeping track at home. 115 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Did have 10 carries for 44 and two touchdowns on the ground uh, for Hertz there. And Miles Sanders, efficient, 9 for 56 on the ground. That's pretty good. You would think you would want to run a little bit more if you were getting, you know, six yards per carry. But 
whatever. What do I know? Two uh, catches for 10 yards for Sanders, and he was the only thing going in the running game. Uh, Quiz, Quiz Watkins goes three for 44. He's your leading receiver. Devontae Smith, two for 31. Zach Ertz, four catches, 29 yards, did have a touchdown. So if you played Ertz, uh, he saved your night with the touchdown there. Pretty easy walk-in uh, catch and run from a couple yards out. I did see that before I had to leave. We've got football coming up on Sunday. We already covered, Trey and I covered the morning games. We covered last night, um, yesterday. So I'll hit the afternoon games, hit the Sunday night game, hit the Monday night game, and then we'll roll right on out of here and get headed towards the weekend. So we started off in the afternoon with Cardinals at the Cleveland Browns. Supposed to be a little bit of weather here, some wind picking up. So we'll see how that affects the the passing game on the card side. Uh, obviously you're playing Kyler Murray. Uh, James Conner's been able to find the end zone a little bit lately. Uh, Chase Edmonds is dinged up. Mostly going to get his, uh, get his work done through the passing game. If he plays, we'll, we'll see if he doesn't play, then obviously, uh, James Conner becomes even more valuable in this one. D hop finally got in the end zone, had a little better game last week. A.J. Green is not what I would call reliable, nor is Christian Kirk, nor is Rondale Moore. Um, not sure what they're going to do at tight end now that Max Williams uh, is done for the year, it looks like. So play these guys at your own risk. You know, you're going to get D-Hop in, and anybody beyond that, um, you know, it, it's on a need basis. We do have some buys this week, so there could be some desperation plays going on in here on the Cardinals side. I expect them to score some points on the Browns. Um, so, you know, you could get some work done. You could get some points out of these guys. Uh, the Browns, on the Browns side, both running backs are dinged up. Haven't really, neither of them have practiced yet this week going into Friday. So keep an eye on that injury report today. Might hit some waiver some waivers if uh, one of these guys or both of these guys turns out to be out. But I expect both to play, and both will play well, and you can start both of them. Um, Baker Mayfield, I kind of like the matchup, you know, on a stream uh, for Baker Mayfield on this one. Not sure who's going to get the production in the passing game. Uh, Don't trust OBJ. Would like to trust Donovan Peoples-Jones, but don't really. David Njoku. Uh, great week last week, but can he put two in a row together? Uh, you know, dangerous play on all of the wide receivers there in Cleveland. So play at your own risk. We've got the Raiders taking on the Broncos. Uh, Raiders dealing with obviously the loss of their coach during the week and, and lots of, uh, lots of changes going on. Uh, both teams coming off of losses. Kind of like the Broncos to win this game at home just because of what's you know what the Raiders are dealing with. Uh, like the Broncos' defense a little bit better than the Raiders, although th- uh, this could be kind of a, a low-scoring game because both defenses uh, can and have been bringing it. So uh, you've got Derek Carr on the Raiders' side who's been playing well. Struggled a little bit last week. Uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, you're going to play him if you've got him because uh, he's, he's getting most of the work there in the running game and will get – all of the goal line work. Darren Waller, of course, is a must start. And then from there, who knows? Hunter Renfro uh, has been the most consistent Raider receiver. Uh, Henry Ruggs obviously can 
break something big, and Brian Edwards uh, is involved always in the last three minutes of every game. But that seems to be it. So on the Broncos' side, uh, Teddy Bridge is not a comfortable stream for me. Uh, the, the running back situation continues to be a mess, but if you've got these guys, you're probably playing them. Uh, that's Gordon and Javante Williams uh, in the straight-up split. I know Gordon's mess, uh, dealing with a little bit of an injury situation, so keep an eye on that. Noah Fant, uh, if he's your tight end, you're playing him because he's probably your tight end. Uh, on the wide receiver side, uh, Tim Patrick has been consistent. Cortland Sutton had a great week last week and and is trying to break out um, as far as receivers go. That's as deep as I will go on the Broncos side. Going to take the Broncos to win this one, to go to 4-2, Raiders to fall to 3-3. Three and three. Oh, by the way, in that other game, Cardinals will win and stay undefeated at 6 and oh, with a big road win there. Cowboys taking on the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Just it's hard to play teams against the Patriots, although you know they're they're giving up points on defense. And the Cowboys are a very good offense. Uh, you're going to play Dak in this one. Uh, Zeke's been on fire. He's going to play. Is it a week that you can start Tony Pollard? Maybe. Possibly you can sneak Pollard into your lineup. Uh, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz. Uh, those three guys, you're going to play all of them and just hope the Cowboys can put some points up on the board. On the Patriots side, if the Cowboys are scoring, then hopefully the Patriots will follow and we'll have a high-scoring close game. Mac Jones as a stream. Uh, Jacoby Myers his, will be his number one target as usual. Not sure what's going on in the running back game here. Damian uh, Harris is dinged and has not been practicing, so we'll see if you know if it's a possibly a Ramondre Stevenson week. Could it be? Could it be his chance to get in there? I don't know if I would trust him, but uh, if he's the only guy left, uh, he's going to get some work. So you know, could be worth it. Hunter Henry has been scoring touchdowns. Uh, I think you can comfortably start to play Hunter Henry. Jonu Smith needs to be faded because he is not um, not being uh, used as much in the passing game and as, and as reliably as Hunter Henry. I'm going to take the Cowboys to win this game on the road. They've been playing well, and they will continue uh, that trend. Sunday night football brings us the Seattle Seahawks with quarterback Geno Smith leading the troops heading to Pittsburgh. Not a great place to start out um, with that defense. So uh, going to take – but I'm going to take – yeah, Steelers just uh, – no, I'm going to take Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game, uh, continue the Seahawks skid here. Uh, Big Ben's going to do just enough. I don't trust him to play him. Uh, Chase Claypool I like in this one. Deontay, uh, Deontay Johnson, of course, you like. And that's as far as I go. James Washington will be the third as Juju is done for the year. So um, maybe Pat Fryermuth. Could we get a little Pat Fryermuth in this one? Maybe. Uh, you know, the the tight end situation is a mess. So if uh, you know if you got him, and he's your best option, then get him in there. See see if he can maybe get in the end zone. Uh, and of course, Najee Harris has just been on fire and will continue to be as the Seahawks defense is not stopping anyone. Going to take the Steelers for the win there. And then Monday Night Football, we've got the Bills at the Titans. This one. 
should be a high-scoring game, and I actually like both quarterbacks here. As, as good as the Bills' defense has been and as good as it's been against the pass, um, they're going to get a lead here, and Tannehill's going to have to chuck it. And, I, and as a result, I like Julio Jones and A.J. Brown uh, to hold their own in this game. That's as far as it goes. I don't like anybody else. Derrick Henry is the big question here. Obviously, you're playing Derrick Henry, and you're expecting – uh, big things out of Derrick Henry. But the problem with this one will be uh, the Bills will have the lead, and they will have the lead early. So it kind of changes the script a little bit for the Titans in terms of um, finding a way to get Derrick Henry the touches. So his work might come more this week in the passing game um, than it will in the running game. You know, so, he'll, so that means he'll only get 22 carries instead of 30. Uh, but he probably will get uh, a chance to catch six, seven, maybe eight balls in this one and try to get him out in the open field and score that way. So obviously you're still playing him. You're going to play Stefan Diggs. You're going you're gonna to play Dawson Knox. Emmanuel Sanders has been a, a, a touchdown magnet. And, of course, Josh Allen you know, will have no problem against this Titans defense. Zach Moss I like in this matchup as well. He's been getting in the end zone and getting – the bulk of the work. Uh, Devin Singletary is still a little bit iffy um, because just because he's not finding the end zone like Zach Moss is. And uh, obviously on the Titans side, I'll take uh, in a high-scoring affair, I'm going to take Tannehill. I will take Derrick Henry, of course, uh, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones, both if they play um, and should see plenty of work on both sides uh, of that duo. Uh, Bills win the game. Go to five and one Titans to go to whatever they are in that division. They might, they actually probably are in first place in that division, um, which isn't saying anything at all. Uh, a division with Jacksonville and um, Jacksonville and Houston and a Colts team that's not winning any games either. Don't forget, uh, it's another early start on Sunday morning. We've got another London game. Yeah, it's Jacksonville. Um, taking on whoever Jacksonville. Let's let me let me look back to yesterday's slate. Yeah, Jacksonville taking on the Dolphins in London. So that one will start, I believe, six thirty, six thirty again, uh, Pacific time. So nine thirty Eastern time for you guys. Actually, uh, for the Daddyo, this one's going to be probably uh, right as you know, right right in prime time somewhere in there. <laughs> which will be fun for him. He can actually watch a game uh, during the day instead of uh, having to stay up late to watch all the games or even watching the Sunday night game the next day. All right, so that's going to do it for me. And the week. Going to take care of it. Wrapping it up, episode 375 in the books. Everybody have a great weekend. Good luck to all your fantasy teams. Good luck in the guillotine. Avoid it. Do not get chopped. Make the right choices. That's all you can do. For the Fantasy Blink, I am Brian Baines, the commission. I am over and out.